What's up, man? Let me take you for a little spin, man. Show you what it feel like. I gotta go make these drop offs. You think you're the only one out here working, B? I gotta make drop offs too, B. Come on, man, get in, man. I ain't taking no for an answer, man. Come on, get in. Because I'm not taking no for an answer. Welcome to the 290 Mo Podcast. I'm your host, Solo Homie Mo. Thank you for listening. Now, today, I know I always, on the last few episodes, I always be like, this is a special episode, Walter Bop. But it is, you know what I'm saying? And especially for me, anybody that know me, anybody that know how I work or how my mindset is, Every time that I feel like every time I do something, the next time is better than the last time. You know what I'm saying? So if the last one was special, then I mean, this one got to be special too, right? So no cap. Let's get it. Today on the 290 Mo podcast, I got another interview for y'all. And like I said on the, the, the Jemiah Smith interview, I want to, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. You know what I'm saying? I'm quick. I'm I'm, I'm quick to tell y'all where I get uh, inspirations and shit from, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying, before I started my own podcast, I used to listen to podcasts, you know what I'm saying, my slavery all day, 8 to 10 hours, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you only can listen to music for so much, for so long. I've been at my job almost six years, so it's like you only can listen to music for that long, for so long, you know what I'm saying, till you get tired of that shit, so you find other things to make the time go by other things to to keep your interest so with that me with me going through that i i stumbled across podcasts and i believed it was at the time that i was carrying the iphone you know what i'm saying the dark ages so it was good it was a good three four years ago so I had, uh, I think I stumbled across Joe Rogan podcast at first on YouTube. So the thing about Joe Rogan and why I fucked with Joe Rogan podcast is because it's, it don't have a genre. You know what I'm saying? It don't have a category. You know what I'm saying? You can't put it in a box. It's just real rap. You know what I'm saying? So, and he do a lot of interviews and, and he does some without interviews. And it's basically like a lot of my, a lot of my layouts and a lot of my vibe, you know what I'm saying? I get from that, you know what I'm saying? The Joe Rogan experience, some DJ Vlad as far as, you know what I'm saying? Having the couch interviews, you know what I'm saying? Chef Yartiz Greenlight Kitchen interview. Uh, make sure you check that out on YouTube. Subscribe, Solo Homie Mo Presents on YouTube. Click the bell icon so that you're notified when new content drops. But so with all that being said, I say that to say, you know, well, back to Joe Rogan. I'm I'm my head's all over the place. Another thing, if you know me, is I got six jobs, so on shorty. But anyway, so Joe Rogan, he he have is his podcast has no genre, you know what I'm saying? It has no category. And that's the 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 issue that I found myself I found myself in a lot of times when I'm filling out the directories for these for these um distribution sites for my podcast or whatever because like they have you pick you can pick a lot most times you can pick a handful but it'd be like it still ain't enough you know what I'm saying you could pick five but that still ain't enough so I'll be like and and that's good too you know what I'm saying I don't like to be able to 
be put in a box. You know what I'm saying? So Joe Rogan, he'll bring anybody and everybody. You know what I'm saying? If you got something to say that, that, that people want to hear or that people should hear, he going to bring you on. He going to hear you out. You know what I'm saying? And there's no bias to him. You know what I'm saying? For the most part that I could tell, you know what I'm saying? You know, ain't nobody perfect who walked the box, but just as far as, cause I'm quick to turn the motherfucker off if I feel like they too woo out the bop or too woo out the bam, you know what I'm saying? I'm quick to turn the motherfucker off. So if, if I can listen to him, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he pretty much, uh, 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 um, uh, pretty not stand up dude, but he give it to you like it is to an extent as far as I can tell, you know what I'm saying? Still can't trust him as far as I can throw him. But so he has scientists, motherfucking, um, doctors, uh, motherfuckers that functioning drug addicts, all type of people, you know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> hip hop artists, actors, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and, and that's, uh, a lot of inspiration I get for the 290 Mo podcast. And, and that's kind of what I have for you all today. Especially what I have for me, what I have for me too. Cause you know, when I set interviews up, you know what I'm saying? I, I just, shit, I be networking, you know what I'm saying? On the internet, Instagram, Facebook, all that, walk the bop. And I be in these groups and I just, I just look and I see who working. Cause you know who, who, if motherfucker working, you gonna see they shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter how many likes a motherfucker get, how many views a motherfucker get, you can tell if a motherfucker dedicated to what they doing. So, that's like one of the things that I take into account when I ask somebody for an interview. Like, I be like, damn, he really, you know what I'm saying? Like, he really pushing or she really pushing that shit or she really doing good that he really doing good at that. But it's at the baby stages of what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? So I call that shit getting with a motherfucker before the price go up. So what I have for you all today is uh, an interview with a hip-hop recording artist that goes by the name EJ Smooth. Now, EJ Smooth, he's 18 years old, and he's from Virginia, and he's a hip-hop artist, all right? Now, not only is he 18, not only does he live in Virginia, but he's also white. So he's a white hip-hop artist, 18 years old, out of Virginia. Now, it may be somebody listening to this that be like, so... Like, okay, you know what I'm saying? But where I'm from, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> That's not nothing too common. And I was fairly, I mean, I mean, cause his voice sound different in the music than from when he actually talk, I guess. Cause I had listened to his music before I did the interview, you know what I'm saying? While I'm writing the questions and all that shit, we off the bop looking up on the woo woo. And you know what I'm saying? I didn't get no accent, you know what I'm saying? From it, you know what I'm saying? I didn't leave. Uh, none of the videos, like, what, you know what I'm saying, really taking into account his accent. But, um, uh, he, he came through, you know what I'm saying? He explained to me how Virginia is, is considered the South to him. I still gotta look at the map because I feel like Virginia is like Northeast somewhere. And I may be totally wrong, but like I said, he was country as hell. And I definitely wasn't expecting that shit on Shorty. Like, he damn near talked like the water boy on Shorty, but he not, you know what I'm saying? The water boy, he was like slow. He ain't slow. He just got like the accent like the water boy. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if the water boy, like if he was, um, like if that was based in Virginia, cause 
If it was on Shorty, that shit is making sense on Shorty. So, um, like I said, so I brought EJ on. EJ, he's a hip-hop artist out of Virginia. He's 18 years old. I'm going to put all the links to the music in the description of this uh, podcast. Um, If you're listening to this in audio form, please, please, please do me a huge favor. Go to Solo Homie Mo Presents on YouTube subscribe and click the bell icon so that you're notified every time a new video drops with 290 more in season three popping like i said in season two was gonna be a whole lot more visuals with season three of 290 more it's gonna be a lot 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 more visuals like tomorrow i'm recording with um with mike andrews my financial advisor um bringing them on the show we're gonna do cryptocurrency Wednesday, I'm recording with, um, with, um, 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 property, property, um, owner and entrepreneur, entrepreneur Lanye. And we're going to, uh, sit down, I'm gonna sit down and rap with her. She's, uh, a black home owner before the age of 30. So I'm gonna sit down and, and just ask her, how the fuck you do that? You know what I'm saying? Like shit motherfuckers want to know shit motherfuckers need to know. You know what I'm saying? On shorty, all this money floating around on shorty. Everybody hitting these twenty k's, ten k's on shorty, and and shorty standing on business the right way on shorty, making it look easy. Imagine if twenty k fell on her lap on shorty, she'd have been, she'd have been gone on shorty. So definitely got to get up in here and see and see how she do what she do. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss that. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know you don't want to miss no money. I'm sure you never you do this the wrong podcast for you, Charlie. <laughs> oh shorty, that's the motherfucking um uh, the motherfucking soundboard, man. I'm still working on it, still trying to get the motherfucking sounds in order. But that shit is coming sooner. When that shit get on the bus, y'all already know how I'm coming, man. If you really know me, man, you know I'm a uh I'm an undercover comedian, man, so definitely be looking out for that definitely make sure you subscribe on every platform that you may listen to podcasts and with all that shit being said i ain't gonna hold y'all too much longer man we're gonna get straight to the interview man it's 18 year old ej smooth hip-hop recording artist out of virginia check it out let me get up with y'all in the next episode in a minute gang all right man welcome to the 290 more podcast man this is the first uh, recording artist that I'm having on the 290 More podcast. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for my viewers and listeners? Um, well, anyway, I'm EJ Smooth. I'm a hip hop artist. I've been rapping for four years now. And, you know, my biggest hit is my newest song, Better Days. And ever since then, that I've been, you know, hustling, you know, trying to hit that fame. Okay, okay. And how old are you? I'm 18. Okay, okay. And being 18, tell me a little bit about your hometown in, in, in Virginia. Um, anyway, it's a small town uh, called Halifax, and mm-hmm. it's in Virginia. And technically, everything is like in one spot, like all the stores, uh, like the police station, uh, Westerwants. It's like all in one little push together town. Uh-huh. Okay, and is Virginia considered the South? I'm in Chicago and just doing a little research and and listening to some of your music. Is this considered the South? Yeah. Okay, okay. 
So, um, listening, I was listening to your song "Southern Outlaw." Can you can you explain to me a little bit about what what was the meaning behind that, or and what's the meaning behind a Southern Outlaw? Is that your thing, or is it something that you adopted? Oh, uh, it's my thing. Um, anyway, I know like uh, it was actually the girl that's in it is my sister, mm-hmm. and um, like I'm country and. Right. But I'm a little bit of everything, but I'm more of like hip hop. And uh I wanted oh, you, to do so like, you come on man, you've been in Virginia your whole life? Yeah. I didn't know, man, you sound country as hell though. Like for real. I ain't know, you know <laughs> Thanks. I, I thought Virginia when I think of Virginia, I, I get like New York's New York East Coast, Northeast vibes. I might be all wrong. I ain't looked at it <laughs> in a long time. So uh my bad, you can go ahead and finish what you were saying, man. <laughs> all right. And um Anyway, I wanted to like show people, uh, like my country style and my country living and how I live. So me and my sister wrote a song and, um, actually my mom wrote the hook and, uh, all the rest of it I wrote. And I just wanted to show people how I was living and stuff. Right. Okay. So you said your mom wrote the hook. Is your mom also a recording artist or was this something she just, uh, uh, did for you? She just did did it for me. Was it something that you asked her to do? Like, did you know what? Did you know it was something that she was able to do, or was you was you in the lab and she heard it? Like, damn, let me let me uh try. Or you was like, mom, I need you to walk the bop. Or was it? it yeah, she actually heard the beat that mm-hmm. I got, and she said, "Let me write a chorus and a hook for you." I was like, "All right." So he she wrote the hook for me, and uh, I done all the verses, and I wrote my sister's verses. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so you also uh, just doing a little research. You've been rapping for four years. What exactly, or who exactly, made you start rapping? Well, I know there's this artist uh, Dax, and uh, I don't know if you know him, but uh, I've been listening to him ever since like he dropped his first song, mm-hmm. and I know I ever since I seen him, I want to be a hip hop artist, mm-hmm. and I know. One day I was just writing down songs, but never wrote them. So one day I was in eighth grade and I was sitting at the lunch table and all these group of boys was at the table and they was taking turns freestyling. Mm-hmm. Then they said, it's my turn. So I freestyled for them that I, so I, I thought they thought I freestyled it, but I actually wrote it down right. and I wrote, used my song that I wrote and freestyled it to them. But anyway, and they said it's good. I should start putting out my music and everything and mm-hmm. take it farther. And everybody loved it. And ever since uh, I hit high school, mostly everybody knows me in school. Mm-hmm. Okay. So before we get into a little bit more about you, tell me a little bit about the, the situation about um, somebody taking your music down and, and you getting in trouble into a fight about it. Uh, anyway, it was a, uh, I made a diss track on Logan Paul. Okay. And, uh, I honestly did it just for the fun of it. I'm bad. What is it? Is the uh is the beat some a beat we might know? Or is it just a beat you had? You just went on. Uh, it was actually a beat uh someone actually used before, and mm-hmm. I told them, "Can I use it?" And they said, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. So I used the beat, and um, but anyway, and uh, we uh went to school, and this boy he I w- I had gym class, and I was going to gym. Mm-hmm. And I was walking downstairs and, uh, 
this boy stopped coming up. He said, you think you're big and bad since you taking gym and stuff. And I was like, no, nah. I said, I don't think that at all. I said, I just go on, uh, go on with my day and do what I do. I said, I don't act like I'm big and bad. Right. And anyway, and, uh, he pushed me and mm-hmm. then he tried to swing at me, but I, uh, missed the punch and I got him in a headlock and everybody went up to the, went upstairs cause they heard him howling and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, some reason it got caught up on camera and stuff and principals called me and they said, yo, they said, we need you to come uh, to the office tomorrow morning. And mm-hmm. so I went to the office and they said, this boy that we saw you fought, uh, he came to us and said you was threatening his life. I said, threatening his life. He said, yeah. And uh, I was like, what do you mean? He said, uh, the song you made, he said, uh, it's called You Should Have Known. I said, no. I said, I didn't threaten his life in there one bit. He said, well, can we listen to the song? They listened to the song and the official music video. Mm-hmm. And they said, we can't, um, they said, we need you to take that down because you, what you said in it. And all I said in it was, uh, cause he had going around that he whooped my ass. Mm-hmm. So I went and told him on the song, I said, uh, you should have known I was coming. Stop going around saying that you whooped my ass, but it was actually me that whooped your ass. Okay. So anyway, uh, and they made me take down a video and they said, cause I was stunning his life. I don't know how that's stunning someone's life, but mm-hmm. so they made me took it down and I got suspended for a week from school. Mm-hmm. So, so after that situation, does that, does that change your creative process when you go to record now? Are you, can, uh, are you done? Are you done with school now? Uh, yeah, actually, this is my last year. Okay, okay. So, with this being your last year, does that affect your music? Do you, do you consider what you say in your music? Cause just listening to a few of your songs, I also want to ask you, with your mother being on one of your songs, how does your family feel about your lyrics and the things that you rap about? Uh, they actually like them. I know every time when I show them, my mom really ain't a, a fan of like hip hop genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's mainly like country. Mm-hmm. But she she pushes me and everything, and my girlfriend she pushes me on my music. And but my dad he's a little bit of everything, just like I am. And right. every time he listens to my music, he you know he loves it. There's mm-hmm. one he didn't like, and uh, I forgot which one that was. I might have to ask him again. But uh, there was one that he didn't like. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with that being said, um, will your upcoming album will that be? Um, well, let me slow down. So, with you being in the country and in Virginia, how is your recording process? Is it in a studio or is it in a home studio? Like, I got a home studio here, but it's plenty of studios in Chicago. But, you know, it's just the, I yeah. like to be in the comfort of my own home. So, how, tell me a little bit about your creative process as far as recording and a little bit about, um, you know, I see you got a couple visuals. So tell me a little bit about your cameraman or is it, do you freelance cameramans as you go for uh, different videos? Uh, yeah, but, uh, I honestly, uh, uh, do it in my own home. Like right now I got my studio mic behind me, but, uh, I do tell it because like you of, said, I like to feel, tell me a little I bit like about the, your setup. Uh, yeah, honestly, I got the, the sound amplifier down on the bottom mm-hmm. desk and, uh, I got, the studio mic on a desk uh with cords all tangled up and stuff got it, you got yeah me too man. i'm happy man sure you can see a little me screw a little bit but uh you got, 
Um, yeah, that's what I said. That's I, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking. You use the uh, uh, interface? Uh, yeah. What kind? Uh, honestly, I my mom just bought it for me. I honestly don't keep up with all of that. No, no, I'm just saying. I just uh, let me uh, if you get the name, you know what I'm saying? Because I got, I actually got one. I've been trying to sell it. I've been trying to get rid of it, but it ain't been going nowhere. Like I said, we. Uh, on this podcast, I, I try to help, you know what I'm saying, people that I see networking and grinding, you know what I'm saying, who really, you know what I'm saying, because uh, most of the people that I interview that I don't know personally, I meet them, I, I see them on Facebook, you know, in the groups, I, I watch them, you know what I'm saying, I see who who working on their own craft, and I clicked on your page a few times before we actually met, so, um, like I said... Right. If it's if it's uh if it's not better than this um audio box ninety six Joe, I just upgraded to this to this so I send this to you man I ain't even you know what I'm saying so uh let me know what you uh give me the exact specs when you get a chance man and I will get it to you if all right I will I'll get back with you with that all right but yeah so um so like I said just talking about your your creative process as far as recording uh music and and videos just um tell me about that. Uh, the videos, I know the longest one that ever took was, uh, this hoe, cause mm-hmm. it was like all the editing and, you know, being an independent hip hop artist, it's like, you know, you gotta get into it and learn a few things. So it took me a while to learn how to do the, like, the effects and, like, all right. the, yeah. uh, video changes and all that. So mm-hmm. it took a long time for the video. Mm-hmm. And I know back, uh, like probably like two years, uh, I made two videos like Southern Outlaw and um, so, so you back did. down. That's, that's, that's what I said because because me, I don't, I don't have no background in none of this shit, man. Like for real, the most background I got in any of this is the surfing the internet. So uh, so for you, I understand. You know what I'm saying? For you to learn to teach yourself all that, you know what I'm saying? It's not easy, and that and like I said. Um, it's dope as fuck yeah. that you that you uh put that much work into your own craft. You know what I'm saying? Because along the way of rapping, you learn the other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like how to make videos, how to take uh photography, lighting, and all that goof ass shit. So uh, before we move on, let me ask you this: um, with you yeah. being in a small town and um with the with the media age and the pandemic age going on. Are you looking for a major push or are you are you um looking to to maximize your brand independently? Uh, I'm looking for a major, but if I don't make a major, you know, but technically I just want to like if I don't make a major, I just want to do it independently. Like, you know, I don't know if you know Upchurch, uh but I know he's independent like if I know, because I have a goal, like if I don't make it major, I want to be like Upchurch. And if I hit, right. if I be big like Upchurch, you know, I'm, at least I know I hit my goal. All right. Okay. Okay. I can honor that. So um, I know we talked a little bit about Dex earlier. I'm not familiar with him. That's somebody I might um, check out after the show because um, we spoke on I never heard of him. But um, other than Dex, can you tell us about any um uh, any of your favorite hip hop artists or any other hip hop artist that has been an inspiration to you, or anybody that you might um say you um take bits and pieces from or anything like that? Uh, I know since Dax being my favorite hip hop artist, 
I think it's like three of my songs. I put like a little verse here and there mm-hmm. uh, of his, and I let him know about it. And I was like, yo, because uh, Dax, he's an independent artist. And if you text mm-hmm. him, he's like one of the only artists that will actually text you back since he's, you know, famous. Mm-hmm. So um, I texted him. I said, do you mind if I use this verse? He said, yeah, I don't mind. And I put that little verse in my song. And sometimes I do cover songs of his and I post it on my other channel that I just started. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, let me ask you this. With you being a hip-hop artist and being white and being from the South, do you listen to any other white hip-hop artists and do you have a favorite white hip-hop artist? Uh, Yeah, uh, Eminem is one of my second favorite uh, white hip-hop artists. Yeah, he dope. He got bars. He used to be my favorite, too. Yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, with that being said, um, how do you feel about white rappers using the N-word? And have you ever used the N-word in any of your music? No, I really, I really kind of respect that and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know some of my friends at school, they don't mm-hmm. care if I say it, but I still don't say it because mm-hmm. I, I try to respect that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, honestly, I think, honestly, my true opinion on Eminem, I think mm-hmm. since he, you know, he got balls and, you know, I honestly give him like probably the only white person for him to use the N-word. I think that's the only person that will be allowed to use the N-word. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, I'm gonna let you know now, you know what I'm saying? Man, I know you in a small town and all like that, so I'm gonna let you know now for when you start touring and shit and fuck with your friends talking about. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what Eminem been doing, Joe. You can't never say the N word, my guy. For real. That shit. I yeah. Mean, I it's probably different where you at, but around everywhere else yeah. where hip hop artists be, this is not a, you know what I'm saying? Just, just be you, you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's, that's just my advice with the whole situation, man. Like you said, you already, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You, that's don't, what... you don't use it, you know what I'm saying? Even though, you know what I'm saying, your friend's cool with it, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying, be yourself, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah, that's why I still don't say it because right. I try to still do the respectful thing. Mm-hmm. So, okay, um, let's talk a little bit about current events real quick. So with you being in the South, um, and you finishing up with school, you're getting ready to step into, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, um, people call it the real world. Just what's your overall view on like the climate with like Donald Trump leaving and, and Biden coming in and the black lives matter and all that. How do you, how you feel about that? Honestly, I think there's always going to be a problem, like, with, like, the presidents coming in and stuff. Like, either way, like, the government's going to pick, like, who they want and everything. So, honestly, I think it's always going to be a problem with the presidents, like, no matter who gets in or who tries to step in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, the Black Lives Matter thing, uh, I, 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 on some things I, I believe mm-hmm. in and some things I don't. Mm-hmm. Like so far, some most of the things I no saw, I believed in. I think it was like one thing about. I don't. Believe I think it was of, one thing I saw. I didn't believe in that my sister showed me a few uh, months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The problem with it, you know, what I'm saying, and it, it wasn't a trick question, man. I ain't trying to jam you over none of these questions, man. 
it's just you know what I'm saying it's like yeah. with the Black Lives Matter thing for instance it's, it's they don't have a agenda you know what I'm saying it's like it's like propaganda man so like I said it wasn't no trick questions it's just you know what I'm saying I just wanted to get your opinion on right. what you being in a different part of the nation that's all so we can get back right back to the music yeah. man so um getting back to the music who would you say your music is for who do you make music for when you go on the booth and you and you or when you put the pen to the pad, who are you thinking about? Who is your music for? Who do you want listening to your music? Uh, I honestly make, like, when I write music, I think about, like, when I write it, uh put where other people's lives in it. Like, because, mm-hmm. like, better days can go f- for everyone, you know? And um so that's why I wrote a song and called it Better Days, because that song can vouch for anybody. Right. Uh, like I kind of do ev- my songs for everyone, like because they can always some sometimes they can relate to it, sometimes they can't. So I try to do songs for everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with that being said, what is your vision for EJ Smooth? Like, what is said and done? What What would you be like? I I accomplished my goal. Uh, honestly, when I hit a uh, million subs and get like Up Church and Tom McDonald and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Still talking about you, man. Tell me a little bit about the name. What is what is EJ Smooth? Is it, is it Smooth? Is it your last name? Is it something the ladies gave you? Tell me about that. How did you get that? Uh, anyway, I know when before I start wanted to do music and everything. Uh, my real name is Elvis Walker, mm-hmm. but I'm a junior because my dad is Elvis Walker Senior. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, EJ stands for my nickname that everyone in my family calls me. So I put EJ and I told me and my dad sat at the table uh, for a couple minutes and we start writing down names and putting EJ in front of it, then behind it. Mm-hmm. And we went through, scanned all through the ones we wrote down, and I like DJ Smooth, so I start doing that, and that's the name we did. Okay, okay. So, and I, th- I think that's pretty dope, man. As far as like you keep telling me that your your parents are involved in 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 this, and I think that's pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? Just for me being from Chicago, and just yeah. um. I guess, you know what I'm saying, stereotypically thinking about it, you know what I'm saying, you would think that it would have been an issue, you know what I'm saying, but I think that's dope that your parents are involved like that, you know what I'm saying. So, with that being said, right. and talking about um, your family, um, if your vision don't come to fruition, and rap ain't it, what what other plans do you have other plans and aspirations or even if rap does you know what i'm saying get your vision does come to fruition like you wanted to is there any other um plans or aspirations that you want to take on other than um hip hop yeah uh honestly if like if i didn't made it in the hip hop and stuff if i didn't make it uh i always want to be a mechanic mm-hmm. or a firefighter and I was going to go to college after I'm done with school mm-hmm. for a mechanic or a firefighter. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I probably would do like for the rest of my life if hip hop ain't for me or mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I'm guessing, you know what I'm saying, even if even if hip hop did work, you still gonna fuck with the cars because you know, I fuck with you know the cars is dope. So uh like I said and like I told yeah. you um before we did the interview, you know what I'm saying, I did my research on you, I listened to your music. And uh with that being said, let me ask you this. If you was getting chased by the cops, would you run or surrender? Uh, honestly, if I knew I did wrong, I, I'll surrender. But if you know, if I'm in with my friend in the car, or something he done some wrong, and I'm in the car, I'm gonna take off because you know I know I didn't do nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, so with that being said, um, have you ever gotten into any trouble besides the fight you told me about? Nah, that's really about the only trouble I've ever been in. And how was your parents respond to that? Response to that? Or to the suspension and all that? Uh, honestly, my mom, she kind of, you know, took it, you know, rough in, inside the office when she was talking to the principals because mm-hmm. she even started crying too because she got so mad because my mom's type of person, like, if she gets really mad, you know, she'll start to cry. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, and... She uh, told the uh, principal, he, she said, why are you taking my son's thing down? He said, even though it's not threatening no more. And she said, because, and this has happened outside of school. She's not inside of school. She's out in Santa Cruz, inside of school, but it's not. And uh, she just uh, went off on the principal and uh, they, she said, uh, the two more principals came and tried to calm her down and stuff. And she just walked on out of the office. And uh, then my dad stayed in and said, well, still take it down and stuff. And, uh, anyway, I took it down, went back and I waited a few weeks and I uploaded only the audio version, not the mm-hmm. official music video. So I just uploaded the audio version. Mm-hmm. I was like, cause they can't just take my music off like that. So I just right. kept the audio version up and put, uploaded it back. Right. That's what I said. I don't think they like what it sound like they did. I don't, they really can't do none of that shit really, to be honest with you. Especially if you yeah. like so and so it with him, you know what I'm saying, walk the bop. But um with that being said, just yeah. talking about the things that that your music um how how has that how's the teachers starting to affect you now that they know uh you're a rap now now that they know that you're a rapper, I'm sure they got access to your to your YouTube page and all that. Has the treatment from the teachers and the staff changed since they found out that you're a hip hop artist? Yeah, I know, honestly, like, every time, like, when I go inside teachers, they'll either be like, yo, you gonna spit some balls? And I was like, I was like, no, not right now. And, you know, I just, you know, they just play around, you know, because since they know I rap and stuff, so, uh, then I know some, they'll start playing my music. I know, actually, two of them played my music the whole entire time doing class. Mm-hmm. And I know one time, it was in a cafeteria, and they have a TV in a cafeteria, and the, one of the principals played my song on the uh, cafeteria TV. And um, other than that, mostly all the teachers like my music. Okay, okay. So uh, before we wrap it up, man, just uh, one last thing. What's not one last thing, but what's your views on firearms? I'll listen to your music. It seems like you have a little knowledge about them. Uh, what's your views on them? Uh, is that something that you guys are, I think you're, I think you I don't know what's the age for y'all to carry up there. But what's your views on firearms? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, 
uh, honestly, I keep one every time, and I know my dad, he'll keep one in, like, the uh, vehicle, like, every time when we go somewhere, because, you know, nowadays, you can't trust no one, and, uh, and honestly, I know we went through a neighborhood one time, and uh, my dad, he got hollered at, and he stopped the truck, and, because uh, I know the, that neighborhood, I forgot the name of it, but that neighborhood it has a lot of shootings, like, because I know a bunch of people drive by there, it's like, every year, at least two or three hearings you can hear on the news saying someone got shot or was a drive-by and someone shot the dude in the car. So honestly, my dad always keeps a gun everywhere he goes, and I do too if he forgets. So I always try to keep one. Okay. And with y'all being in the country, is it like in the, in the southern states where you, you guys do your uh, shoot your firearms in the backyard or you guys go to the range or what? How's that? Do you got a favorite gun, favorite caliber? Honestly, I look, I like a 22 and, uh, we honestly, we shoot, uh, our guns in the backyard, you know, at cans or beer mm-hmm. glass bottles or mm-hmm. anything like that. Okay. All right, man. Before I get you up out of here, man, tell me about, when can we expect your next upcoming project? Will it be a studio album and um, will there be any features on it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I know there will be one feature on it. Uh, Marky, he's going to be on it. Uh, I've done one or two songs with him. I actually got one. I haven't uploaded yet. I uh, might release it later on this month mm-hmm. or next month. Uh, with him on it and uh but other than that yeah that's about it okay okay um okay okay i see you icy man is that is that something that that you you got along with rap or is that something that you is just your personality and that's all matter of fact it's, it's the ej piece my personality know? okay okay is that is that something that that, that you saved up for is you um are you working or are you hustling like how do you how do you fund your your um your dreams. There was something that your I, I know your parents are really involved. How do you how do you fund? You know what I'm saying? Because you got to start somewhere. So how how was how was all this funded? Yeah, uh, I know my uncle. He's a mechanic, and uh, I help him every now and then that if I can, mm-hmm. and help him work on vehicles, and he'll pay me like to like three hundred to four hundred dollars each car I help him with, mm-hmm. and um. Uh, but other than that, the, uh, the chains and stuff. And I honestly, it was just my personality that I got to and that I like. I know some people, they'll, they'll, my friend Eric, he, uh, he always thought that I wanted it because to make people act like I got money and stuff. I was like, nah, I said, that's not my thing. I said, I just got it. I said, cause I love diamonds. I love how they shine and mm-hmm. shimmer. So, uh, that's the only reason why I honestly got in my personality with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right, man. Before I get you up out of here, man, give me three things I should never do while visiting Hellfest uh, in uh, Virginia. Give me three things I should never do, like the, uh, make sure I don't get in trouble, make sure I run to the wrong people. Three things that I should never do when in your hometown. I know, uh, never drive by, uh, I think uh, I forgot the apartment's name, but it's an apartment down uh, down the road from me, probably a couple miles. Uh, and you you go by there, you definitely gonna hear some gunshots or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, weed 
uh, never smoke weed in Virginia because it's uh, illegal down here. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, I, I really don't got much more with that. What's your views on weed? Uh, honestly, I, I don't see a, a problem with it. Like, because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was it's naturally grown stuff. So, honestly, I... It's a plant you can find and stuff. So honestly, I don't think it's a problem why it should be illegal and stuff. But to me, I haven't never smoked it yet, but mm-hmm. I probably will later on in the future, probably one or two times, you know, just see how it is. But other than that, I'm, if it's not for me, I'm probably not going to do it. But, right. uh, honestly, I think, I think it shouldn't be illegal. Well, you should definitely make sure you subscribe to my podcast, man. I got one definitely coming up about weed versus alcohol. You know what I'm saying? I don't judge nobody. I don't give a fuck what nobody do, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? I feel like if you yeah. get alcohol, you should smoke a blunt one day. See how it is. You might like it, man. Um, I think that's all I got right. for you, uh, man. Uh, before I get you up out of here, man, like I said, uh, this 290 Mo podcast. I just reach out to artists, content creators, anybody that's really working on their craft, man. And like I said, I seen you working. Um, um, much success to you. Um, just keep grinding, you know what I'm saying? Stay away from that N word. Be yourself. And, uh, right. and you're gonna, you're gonna be somewhere, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I, I seen you, you know what I'm saying? I noticed you just from on, on the Facebook group. So I know I'm not the only one. So, man. Just keep pushing, man, and you're going to get to where you want to be, man. Thank you. All right, man. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I put that tag on me. You too. You have a nice night. All right, you too, man. I don't know how to act. I got a bag on me. I got a rack on me. It ain't no cap on me. I smoke a pack, you see, my little Japanese, I come down again, I smoke some more, and they come back to me, like I'm from outer space, Marshes running laps with me, I might got a pack on me, my niggas don't care for me, hundred bands, drilling shit like Taliban, he don't want no smoke, when I pull up, he do the running man, yeah, he a funny man, I ain't no dummy man, I know that I be smoking, I might take a gummies in, I got that bag with me, I put that tag on me, No, I be rocking V-Long like it's my tapestry, I don't know how to act, I got a bag on me, I got a rack on me, it ain't no cap on me, that shit just seem right, all I know is green like, I pull out the glizzy and just show them what that beam like, I'll be up in the city, know a few shorties that's trying to get with me, they want to meet and I tell them I'm busy, pouring that Sprite and it's getting too fizzy, yeah, yeah.